Tonight we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany. This feast day is something that creates a great story. I can remember as a child hearing this story and it seemed fantastic. There was something supernatural about the Epiphany story and part of that story rests on one of the big details. Now we know that mostly this story is about the wise men coming to see Jesus. I remember carrying in gifts as a child, putting the wise men in the creche, seeing those three gifts, but really the biggest detail of all in this story and something that's repeated a few different times is the star. There was something amazing about the star. The star that was seen from well beyond Bethlehem, well beyond Israel, that called these wise men from the east to come and visit this newborn baby. Now, when we talk about this story and we talk about the star, it is easy for us to kind of do one of two things. Either we can dismiss the star as something that was just, you know, a little something that they saw, nothing that special. Or we could try to create a rational explanation of what the star was. Multiple planets aligning or all kinds of other stuff, cosmological stuff. But I want to suggest that we not lose ourselves on either of those two paths. Don't ignore it. And don't try to create a literal explanation of why the star may have been especially bright that night. Instead, let's accept the star as being something true and allow what the meaning of the star really is to sink into us and to help change us tonight. The star itself is calling and the star leads to a few different places. First, the star in this story quite literally leads to Bethlehem. The wise men are coming to Bethlehem. And why Bethlehem? Well, yes, Jesus was born there, but Jesus was born there for a very particular reason. Bethlehem is in the region of Judea. Judea is critically important to the entire salvation story of the Jewish people because it ties back to both King David and also earlier. Judea was the place that the prophets promised God would bring the Messiah, that God would save all of the people. That idea is rooted in David and it continued all the way through the exile and then after the exile with the rebuilding of the temple and people were waiting. The Jews were anticipating a Messiah coming and that takes us to number two, the star leads to the Messiah. Now the Messiah is a big idea. The Messiah is an idea that at the time was understood in many different ways, but certainly in a way that was much bigger than just a baby born in a stable on the outskirts of some little town outside of Jerusalem. The Messiah was meant to be this grand person, this King David reborn, who was going to throw out the Romans and reclaim the authority, the physical earthly power that Israel once had. The Messiah was meant to be something very grand. And yet here we see in this story that the Messiah is a baby in a stable, born with utmost humility. And that takes me to number three. The star leads to the promise, to the hope that God gave back then and God gives to us today. There is hopefulness in the person of Jesus. There is a hopefulness that what we see in the world is not all there is, that the powers of the world that seem so great, that the fear and the heartbreak and the pain and the, of the world that seems to overwhelm us is not all there is. 
this hopefulness that God gives us in the person of Jesus bears witness to the power that God has over everything we see and the promise that God has that what we see is not all there is. The star is meant for us today, for us who seek after God. These wise men came from the east seeking after God. The shepherds come when they hear the good news seeking after God. People throughout the centuries have followed the promise that God makes seeking after what Jesus represents in tonight. The star is calling to each of us. This promise, this hopefulness is pulling at our hearts. We are here tonight seeking after God once again. See, there's a common misunderstanding that we seek after God in a very meaningful way and that at some point we find God and the search is over. That's not how it works. We may find God now, but we seek after God again tomorrow. And we may find God tomorrow and we'll seek after God the next day. Our entire life, the journey of our life, is meant to seek after God in new ways every day. When we miss God, we can seek again. Whenever we've done something wrong, we can seek again. Whenever we find ourselves disconnected and separated and lost and isolated, we can seek God again. The star calls out to each one of us to seek God again and again. This kind of seeking is our invitation tonight. And this kind of seeking is our invitation in this new year to make a shift, to make a pivot, to begin to do something new that helps deepen our relationship to God in a very real way. Just the other day, I was talking to some members who have not been physically present in a long time. And I can tell this story because they're not here tonight either. And they were telling me <laughs> that they really want to be here, that they love this church, and they actually watch online, and we're not streaming, so they're not gonna hear this. So that they watch online regularly, but they really wanna be here. And I said, well, you know, if you really wanna be here, you just have to show up. It's a habit of faith. Spirituality, this desire for God is something that is so meaningful, but it's really thinking and feeling. Religion, what we do here as a community is really a doing. We take all that feeling and that belief and we do something about it. Tonight, the star is calling out to us again to do something about our desire, to do something about our hopefulness, to actually put our feet on the ground, get our hands dirty, and to make a change in our life that will be good for us, for this church, and for this world. Do not let another year go by hoping that perhaps you will make a change or that that change will just happen to you. It doesn't happen that way. We have to make a choice and make a commitment. And we have to hold ourselves accountable to that commitment. We have to hold one another accountable to that commitment. There are people right here in these pews, perhaps people in our households, perhaps people in our workplaces that can help hold us accountable. And we can in turn hold them accountable to be the people God made us to be, to answer the call that God is putting in our lives and to follow the star as we seek after God in new ways. This is a new year with a new opportunity for us. God is calling to you. What will your answer be? Amen.